Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio, where we're on a mission to help millennials get intentional in life, business, and career with practical advice and real stories of living with intention, the good, the bad, and lots of the ugly. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to flip your perspective on what's possible with the help of the amazing intention getters I get to have as guests. Join my community on Instagram, at Jessica Thiefels, so we can keep these conversations going while supporting one another to stay intentional every day. And finally, if you love this podcast, please subscribe, share, and review. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest, Hana Siddiqui, a 22-year-old writer, photographer, and motivational speaker from the sunny San Francisco Bay Area. Her purpose in life is to help people create and find their inner light through the tools of manifestation, positive affirmations, and astrology. On her social media platforms, she coins affirmations, horoscopes, and real-life talks daily, inspiring thousands of people to turn inwards and begin to recognize their own power. As one fan notes, Hannah has cultivated a welcoming and inclusive community and has helped people everywhere find their voice and confidence within themselves. Yas, Queen, I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome, Hannah. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. I'm really excited because I've been wanting to do a live meditation on the podcast for a long time. And so I'm so excited for us to just talk about the power of meditation for living an intentional life and then have you run us through a meditation, um, you know, maybe setting an intention or whatever feels right for you. So yeah, tell us before we dive in a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a writer and educator. I also am a spiritual coach. And so I work primarily with women and I am really passionate about helping them to tap into the power that lies within them. As human beings, we have more power and more potential than we could possibly know. And so I'm really passionate about using spiritual spiritual tools to help these women or help anybody to really tap into themselves and uncover this own power and feel empowered within themselves to take charge of their own lives. So I use a couple different tools for this, one of them being meditation. Um, I also use breath work, positive affirmations, manifestation, astrology. So I like to pull from all these different practices and really use them to help my clients and my readers, my followers to create a life of their dreams and really feel like they are living to their fullest potential. I love that. I'm definitely doing, talking about very similar things in my community. So I feel like we're a perfect match for today's conversation. I would love to dive into all the tools that you use, but I feel like we need to stay focused today on meditation. Um, how did you come into meditation in your personal life? Yeah, so I came into meditation almost by accident. My spiritual journey in a nutshell really began back in early 2016 when I ended up in a situation where I wanted something, but I really had no idea how to get it. And it was in this wanting and this yearning that I was guided to this massive bookshelf I have because I've always been a voracious reader. And I pulled a copy of this book, The Secret. And from there, I kind of just dove into it and really began to understand and become a student of the power of manifestation and the power of consciousness and spirituality. And so it was through that that I 
began to recognize meditation as a tool and started meditating myself. And really, I was completely self-taught. But it wasn't until um, early 2018 that I actually had the opportunity to start teaching and become a teacher, which is kind of a crazy story, but something that I'm so grateful for. And I've been teaching ever since. So I like to consider myself both a student and a teacher of the practice. Totally. Same here. What was it that you wanted and did you bring it about with what you learned in the secret and meditation? What I wanted was, (laughs) um, I wanted a specific person, um, a a specific partner. And I would say that, yes, I got the manifestation, not in the way that I thought it would come about, but in a way that was in alignment for everyone. And I ended up with something better in the end. So I'm very much at peace with the situation and I recognize that it came into my life to bring me on this journey and I'm really happy about that. Yes, I love that. It's so, so important to, I feel like when people think about manifesting, it's like you expect something very specific, but it's like you have to be open to whatever form that's going to come into your life. It might not look the way you think it's supposed to look or it's going to look, but it may still be happening for you and you have to keep your eyes open for exactly whatever that's going to be. Exactly. And one thing that I've been really at peace with is the saying that it's always this or something better. So it's like, you're never going to end up worse off, even if it may look like that on the surface. Like if you don't get what you want, you're always going to find something better. And even in those situations where it feels like, well, how could anything be better than this? A few months later, or a few years later, I always look back and see how that thing that I actually got in the end, even if it wasn't what I wanted, was always better. So there's a lot of peace for me, at least behind that statement. Yeah, I love that statement. Always this or something better. That's awesome. I feel like that's one I'm going to really start relying on. That's just going to like be my Rolodex of <laughs> affirmations and sayings that I turn to on days when I'm feeling low or uncertain. Oh yeah, for sure. I have that too. And that's one that I continuously go back to, especially as someone who is such a planner and such a type A person who loves to have things thought out. It can, it's something that brings me a lot of peace. Oh, you're speaking to me right now. This is like exactly what I've been dealing with the last few days. (laughs) Um, So I love all of this and I want to talk about a lot of what we're talking about already is living with intention, seeing that you want something and then using the tools you have to start bringing it into your life and to start showing up every day to make that happen. So tell me a little bit about what you've experienced and what you teach clients in terms of using meditation as a tool for living with intention. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I love meditation so much is because it really brings you into a sense of peace and it brings you into a sense of stillness and it brings you into a sense of connection with yourself. It really is an opportunity to just sit and slow down and connect to who you are and what you want and what you're actually feeling. For me, I'm the type of person who's always running around. I'm always doing things. I'm always thinking of things. I feel like my brain runs a million miles a minute. And for so long, I felt like I was almost out of touch with myself and what I wanted and what I was thinking and what I was actually feeling, especially not to go too much on a tangent, but like being an empath, I found that it was really hard for me to discern like, okay, but what am I actually feeling? Am I feeling something that's mine or something that's just the energy of the room? Mm -hmm. And so meditation provided me relief from a lot of that. And to go like a little bit broader, um, it also helps me deal with things like depression and anxiety. 
And so for me, meditation is a really powerful tool. And the reason I love teaching it so much is because it can create shifts, both big and small, that really help people improve the quality of their lives. I taught a session last week, um, a private session with a client, and she came out of it and was crying. And she was like, I have been looking for this sense of peace for years, Mm -hmm. and I've never found it in anything except this practice here today. And that's exactly why I teach it, because this is a practice that has no barrier to entry. It is completely free. You don't have to be a certain person. You don't have to have any sort of money to put into it. All you need is just yourself and you can do it anytime, anywhere. It's so accessible. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching it because I feel like it's something that everyone should have in their tool belt to be able to refer to. No matter what you're going through, whether you're just frustrated with a tiny little thing or you're moving through grief or trauma. It doesn't matter. It's something that can serve you and really meet you and furthermore be a tool that can like bend and stretch to accommodate you at any point in your life. I really, really, really like that point that you just made about how it can bend and stretch to accommodate what you need because I, I use meditation to get into a powerful place of attracting clients into my membership program But I also use it to, like, I love doing body scan meditations. I love just completely relaxing my body down, which is like a totally different sort of energy that I'm looking to gain from the meditation. So I love that point that it can be a tool that serves you at every single area of your life, no matter what you're getting intentional about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing too. It's like you can use it for visualization. You can use it to manifest. You can also use it to just feel a little bit better that day. So it's really so flexible and so versatile. And again, there's like no barrier to entry to it. You literally just have to have yourself. And so it's something that I think everyone should be doing or should know how to do and tap into when they need it. Absolutely. I could not possibly agree more. Um, So, but what I know is probably happening is there are probably people listening to this thinking a number of things. Um, I don't like meditation because I don't like to slow down or I'm not good at meditation. I don't, I'm not good at visualization. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you help clients move through some of these initial roadblocks with stepping into meditation? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the biggest things I hear from people is I just don't have time to meditate. You know, whether they're a parent or they're an entrepreneur or they're a student, they constantly come and say, I just don't have time. And the thing with meditation is it doesn't have to be this 60 minute, like really complex practice every single day. It's great if you can do that, if you can dedicate that time, but you can just have a two minute meditation. It can be something as simple as putting a timer on your phone for one or two minutes, closing your eyes, just breathing, and then moving on with your day. It's something that you can do while you're on the bus or you're on public transit at all. You can do it while you're walking. You can do it in the shower. Like it doesn't have to be something that disrupts your day. So that's something that I really like to work with people on is, okay, well, how can you squeeze it in and create mindful moments out of things you're already doing? So if you have a commute on the bus or subway, how can you take those few minutes to just really be in with yourself? Or if you, if you have to go walk your dog, how can you make that a meditation? So it's really about working with what you already have. Now, for people who say they don't like meditation, 
I think they're just not meditating the right way. And that also kind of ties back to the last point of there's so many ways to meditate. It doesn't just have to be sitting down with your legs crossed in lotus position, just breathing silently. It doesn't have to be that at all. You can put on some cool music. Again, you could go for a walking meditation. You could listen to a guided meditation. There's thousands of free ones on YouTube and there's some great ones on there too. You could even, you could do a visualization if that works. You could incorporate breath work. You could incorporate affirmations. So one thing I like to do when they say, I don't like meditation is I first ask them, okay, well, what does your meditation routine look like? What are you currently doing? And then I offer them some other tools to use, even things like aromatherapy with essential oils. You can do massage in your meditation. Like there's so many things and I kind of see, okay, well, what's gravitating towards you? Like what seems appealing? And then we put together a practice from there. And that also kind of ties back to your point too of like, well, what if you can't visualize or what if you can't do this? If something's not working in your practice, try another tool, try another tactic. There are so many options for meditation. There's so many different things you can do in your practice and your practice can be completely unique to you. So you don't have to be stuck in this mindset of being like, okay, I have to do it a certain way. Because really there's no right or wrong way to meditate. If you, The way to know that you're meditating correctly is if you feel better coming out of it than when you went into it. And that's really it. Yeah, I like that point. And I like that you say, you know, there's so many ways to make it unique to you because I do find that I, I hear a lot of people saying, I'm just not good at it. And I understand sometimes when I do certain visualizations, I really struggle to do it. And I feel like I'm not doing this right because I can't quite pick up on what the person who's guiding me through, like what they're saying, or I'm not feeling what they're suggesting or saying we should be feeling. But I just know that for me, sometimes visualization can be hard. That doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong. Um, and so I like... I like to point out that you may just need to get used to it. You're not doing it. First of all, if you're sitting and breathing, you're doing it right. <laughs> but second of all, if it's challenging, you may just need to get used to using these different parts of your brain and these different skills that definitely don't ne necessarily come natural, especially for a lot of us. Like I'm like you, I'm a planner. I'm type A. I, for my whole life up until probably four or five years ago was the person who said, I don't have time to meditate. But when you allow yourself to sink into the learning and understand that the practice is simply just coming back again and again and again, even when it's hard, even when it doesn't feel right, like that's when you can just lean into like meditation is just breathing and then you can take it wherever you want from there. Absolutely. And the thing with meditation too is it's a practice that's a journey and it's an imperfect practice. And I say this as like a perfectionist, like I have been a perfectionist since I was young but I recognize that meditation is not a perfect practice and it never will be. Even as a meditation teacher and even as someone who's been meditating for the past four years, there are days where I struggle to meditate, where I sit down to meditate and I just can't do it that day. And that's okay. It, there's ebbs and flows. There's other things that happen in our life that can make our meditation practices more difficult. So it's just leaning into that and having that self-acceptance for it and meeting ourselves where we're at that day. Like I said, some days you may be super into it and you may have the most beautiful practice and get these intuitive downloads. And some days you may simply like fight your way through the practice. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. There's really nothing wrong. It's just all about meeting yourself where you're at. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And also there are some days where you might want to do like 
three meditations in a row. Like literally this morning, I did three different meditations in a row because I was just really vibing on it and I was feeling really good. And after each meditation, I was like, hmm, I want to do this for a little bit. And you know, I want to do this. So like anything in your life, the more you do it, you're going to get to understand what you love about it and find find a way that feels good for you. But then, yeah, there are going to be days when you're not going to want to do it. And it's like working out or getting out of bed early in the morning. It's those first like three minutes that you have to conquer, like just get into it. And once you're into it, you're always going to be glad that you did it. So just if you can just push past that initial resistance, I promise you, and I'm sure Hannah would promise you as well, that you're always going to come out of it feeling glad that you did. (laughs) It's one of those things, it's like working out. You never regret it. Like you may hate it in the moment, but you never regret doing it. And so meditation's the same way. Like I don't know one person who's ever come out of a meditation, even if they were so resistant to going into it and said, I regret doing that. So it's like just that time to give back to yourself. Like, just like you said, if you can push past those first few minutes, like I promise you're going to feel better on the other side and you won't regret it. Yes. Yes. Agreed. One more thing before we jump into the live meditation. If someone's listening to this and they're thinking, okay, I'm thinking I'm going to start meditating. I want to use it to get intentional about X. What would be your tip for some steps in terms of cultivating a meditation practice that's going to help them get intentional? What are maybe like two or three steps you would recommend taking to get started? Yeah. So first I would recognize, okay, what is your goal in meditation? What are you trying to get out of it? And why do you want to commit to this practice? And then from there, I would really go into looking at the different resources and tools that are available to you and what feels accessible to you. So whether that's a virtual meditation class, which there are some amazing ones right now, and I teach a couple as well, or an app like Calm or Headspace, or if it's just simply like putting some music on, sitting by yourself, whatever it is, see which one you feel drawn to and try it and be open to exploring too. I think that would be my biggest thing. Like try a new tool every single day when you sit into your practice. Try a visualization one day, try an affirmation one day, try a class one day, and just explore and see what really resonates with you. Then once you figure that out, that'll help you to build the practice that will really be most sustainable. But in the beginning, it's really about taking the time to A, explore, and B, have the freedom and the, um, I guess, the conviction to move forward into the practice, knowing that it's not going to be perfect, knowing that you're going to have days where it may feel like trial and error, but sticking with it because when you find what works and what clicks, it's going to be something beautiful and kind of trusting that and also trusting in the goals and intentions that you set for beginning the practice. Mm, Yeah. And, and really sticking to that purpose. I like that you brought up the initial step being why you're doing it because like anything in life that you're just starting at or that you're working toward having that strong why is going to help you stay connected to the practice and also help you overcome that resistance and those obstacles that are inevitably going to come up as you try to commit to this. So having that bigger why can really help you stay connected with why you're pushing through the resistance and why you're working toward building this into your life. 
Oh yeah. It's so, so important. And that's one thing that I learned teaching my students early on is because I'd ask them, well, why do you want to do this? And they'd be like, well, I don't know. I just feel like I should be doing it. And then that's why they struggled so much in the practice Mm -hmm. because there was no end goal or no intention of why they were doing it. They just felt like they should. So when you set that intention and infuse that intention into it, that's when you really begin to sink into the practice. And I think that's where the practice gets more enjoyable too. Yes, I totally agree. I love that. Amazing. Well, before we dive into the live meditation, last two questions. What is your current intention getter story? What are you working on right now? Yeah, so I am working on actually two different things. The first thing is I've been working on building up um, online courses in my brand. So I'm actually going to be releasing a um, meditation course for beginners designed to help them create and cultivate their own practice um, later on this year. So I'm really excited about that. I've written a 50-page ebook to go along with it. Wow. It's really thorough and I've called upon all of my teachers and all of the people who've helped me in my practice. So I'm really excited to put that out. Um, and also I am currently starting to write my first book. So yeah, awesome. Taking it slow, but, um, just kind of letting the universe and my guides guide me into putting the words on the page and really being methodical with what I'm writing and what I'm saying. So those are the two things that I'm really fired up about right now. Awesome. Hell yeah. Um, And where can listeners connect with you after the meditation if they want more? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on every social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at The Road to Hana. Hana is spelled like Hannah. It's a long story. Um, Mm -hmm. My website, The Road to Hana, has all my offerings. I have blogs on there with tips about meditation as well. I have a free Facebook group, if you go to my Facebook page, The Road to Hana, where I help teach people about meditation as well. And if you are looking to take class, I teach through Anchor Meditation in San Francisco, and we have daily classes, virtual classes, live at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I teach Sunday mornings. So I teach a restorative meditation class. It's super fun, um, and you can join me there. That sounds incredible. I'm going to check out those classes. I've never taken a, a meditation class, actually, now that I think about it. They're so fun. It's very different. It's such a cool experience because you vibe off of the people in the room or in the group. And so it's a really collective experience. So if you're looking for something totally different um, from just meditating in your bedroom every day, um, I definitely recommend checking them out. They're really fun. Awesome. I will definitely check that out. All right. Well, with further ado, let's jump into the meditation. So, um... Whenever you're ready, feel free to take it away. All right, everyone. I'm going to invite you in this moment to just get comfortable where you're at. Maybe roll your shoulders back. Roll your neck from side to side. And just take a moment here to gently close your eyes. Taking a few deep breaths here at your own pace. Beginning to welcome the breath into your body. On those inhales, just sinking in to the breath. 
allowing it to move through your body and guide you into a state of relaxation here today. And on that exhale, let go of any distractions. Let go of any worries. Let go of anything that is holding you back from being fully present in this moment today. As we breathe, taking those inhales through the nose, feeling your belly expand and fill up like a balloon, allowing yourself to take up space with this breath. As you sink in to this relaxation, and then taking a moment to hold that breath comfortably at the top, sitting in this space of fullness for just a moment before letting it go out the mouth, feeling that belly concave in and curl back towards your spine, feeling any distractions and any worries melt away from your body on this exhale and leave your mouth through this breath before continuing again. Inhaling through the nose to fill up the belly. Taking a moment to hold that breath gently at the top. And then letting it go out the mouth. Feeling that belly concave in and curl back towards your spine. Continuing these breaths here. If it, if it feels available to you, I invite you to flip your palms upwards so they face the sky. And as you take those inhales, feeling the breath move through the center of your palms and radiate through your arms, moving up towards your shoulders and into your heart center. Feeling the warmth, feeling the love, feeling the presence that this breath brings into your body. As you begin to sink a little deeper in these breaths, as you feel your body melt into the cushion or the chair or the bed or wherever you sit or lay, as you feel yourself completely present in this moment in your body, completely attuned the inner workings of yourself and free from any distractions, any worries, any thoughts or anxieties that may not be serving you here today. Take a couple rounds of breath here. And as we continue to breathe, we take a moment to call upon the masters, the teachers, the guides, whether that's God, Jesus, Buddha, universe, source, whatever term you prefer to use, it is all the same. And we take a moment to call upon this divine source of energy, this divine source of love. And we say thank you. Thank you for bringing me into this practice today. Thank you for the peace and presence I feel right here, right now within my body. Thank you for allowing me to feel this peace and this love in this moment right here. 
Thank you for taking care of any worries I have let go of. And thank you for reminding me that when I connect to myself, that anything I could desire is possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as we breathe, we grab the gratitude. We feel it being pulled up through our toes, through our legs, through our belly, our chest, our arms, our neck, our face, and extending at the top of our head like a halo. Pulling that gratitude up and sending it back out into the universe. Trusting the more gratitude that we give, the more that we are given to be grateful for. Allowing this love and this presence to guide us into this gratitude. Affirming to ourselves that there is so much to be grateful for right here and right now. And we just take a few moments to connect to this breath and this feeling of gratitude right here. And as you feel this gratitude move through your body, I want you to bring to mind something that you want more than anything in the world. Perhaps it's I want to feel better. Perhaps it's I want to be more connected to myself. Perhaps it's a feeling of desire for within yourself. Or perhaps it's something outside of yourself, be it a person, a place, or a thing. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you desire most, let the first thing that comes to your mind fill your line of sight. And imagine that it's standing right in front of you right now. As you look this desire straight on, however it looks to you, I want you again to send all this love and all this gratitude to this desire. So we begin to tell it over and over. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. Thank you for showing up for me here today. I love you. I have so much love for you. I have so much love for this desire standing before me. And I'm ready. I'm ready to do the work to welcome this desire into my life. I am ready to receive. I am ready to be in a state of gratitude for already having this desire with me. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. 
And we repeat this over and over in our heads silently as we interact with this desire and see it right before us. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready. Taking just a few moments here. And as we connect to this desire right here and right now, telling it over and over, thank you, I love you, and, I re and I'm ready. We set the intention that the next time we will see this desire will be in its manifested form. The next time we see it in our reality will be right there with us. For all that we seek is already here. All that we desire is desiring us, is waiting for us, and is wanting us as well. Everything that you seek is seeking you. We set the intention that any time you think about this desire, any time you recognize you're wanting for it, May you always be reminded that it is already within you. And when the timing is right, it will manifest beautifully and perfectly, exactly as it should. You have the power to call in whatever it is that you seek. What you seek is truly seeking you. And as you let this desire just move past your vision, fading from your mind like a cloud, just take a few deep breaths here to really sink into this intention. And on your next round of breath, Begin to bring the feeling back to your fingers and your toes, wiggling them slightly and moving them around. Then draw that feeling up towards your neck and your shoulders to begin to awaken these parts of the body. And when you're ready, only when you're ready, begin to slowly open your eyes and return back to the present. Know that there's no rush. You may take all the time that you need. And when you're back, if you're back with me, I like to end all of my practices by saying, of course, thank you for meditating with me, but most importantly, thank you for doing this for you. Self-care is so important and not enough people take enough time for it, but you just took about 10 minutes out of your day to devote to your own self-care. And I think that is a beautiful and amazing thing. So with that said, the light in me honors the light in you. May you move forward 
from this meditation, feeling more connected, feeling more intentional, and feeling more grateful and at peace knowing that what you seek is seeking you and anything that you desire is already within you. I hope you enjoyed this practice. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you, thank you. And um, thank you to everybody who listened today. I hope this meditation was valuable for you. Please feel free to come back to it time and time again. And definitely look to connect with Hannah if you're looking for more great meditations like this. Hope you all have a great rest of your day.